Ah, uh, Tennessee and Arkansas here coming up. The great Pat Bradley going to join us. We're going to break it down with him scientifically. It is your Tony Basilio show. He's coming up in about 10. In the meantime, Matt Jay is here. Matt Jay, incredible job on your uh, TLD Logistics, Matt Dixon Short Porch. Your second Tennessee baseball podcast is now up. And are you excited for the Maui Jim Ahuna Hawaiian Tropics debut today? Yay. Yay, 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 over at the uh, over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Are you excited for the Maui Jim Jim Ahuna uh, debut? I am. I am. You described him as everything but Polynesian there. Uh, no, I you know I highly thought of you know transfer. You know, could, likely a. I'm, I'm excited to see him out there. Yep. I, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully, I mean, I guess it's kind of joking, but you hope that guy can play with all the hoopla that, that's gone on with getting him on the field. Better hope, better hope he shows up and produces. Well, the other thing about it is, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. He's missed a third. He's missed like a fourth of the season. He doesn't get the run up, the ramp up, because they were targeting him. And somebody said, Tony, do you? Do you think that your show had influence yesterday in what happened? Or was it just coincidental? Well, I'll put it to you this way. Put it to you this way. Danny White, because of our blog, I know for a fact, because they copied, they copied me on them, got several... Uh, emails. I'm not taking credit for it because I'm not that stupid. It's probably a coincidence. But he received several emails from some of the top boosters um, in the booster base who copied me on their correspondences with him as per our encouragement. One thing I've learned down through the years is that every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. And so all at once, Tennessee freed Maui, and they freed Tony Valls, and now this team can begin to put all the pieces together and go for it. Meanwhile, Pat Bradley joins. Brian, what is your concern meter regarding tonight? If anything, well, <clears throat> I think the Vols can win. I think they will win by eight points, but I do think that it's going to be a challenging game. I think it's going to be difficult to contain Arkansas, but I think Tennessee's defense, I trust their defense to do to Arkansas what they did to Alabama and make it really difficult on them. I just think that kind of that kind of team is just ripe for Tennessee to not shut down, but just make it really difficult for them the way they did Bama a couple weeks ago. You know, Tennessee just, at the end of the day, they go to sleep on offense. Arkansas goes to sleep on offense. Matt Dixon said that um, he after one of our games the other night, I, I, I cited a stat 
our opponent won a game, I think it was the A&M game, though they didn't score a field goal in the final like three minutes and 40 seconds. And Matt said, how many games, Tony, have you cited a stat like that about? Either us, them, the Vols didn't score for the final 440, the opponent didn't score, neither team scored in the final. You know, it's just, I think the difference tonight is Tennessee's better defensively than Arkansas. We'll talk with Pat Bradley about it. I also want to talk with him about hanging out with Ron Slay and, um, and, and what that's been like because Ron is a longtime friend of this program. He's now doing some stuff in the mid-state, but he is a, uh, he's a cool dude, man. I love Ron Slay, and I think he's excellent on the SEC Network. I think Evan Russell is going to be excellent one day uh, on the SEC Network. I was telling him yesterday off the air, I, I said, you know, um, well, we are very blessed to have you. Uh, Matt, have you enjoyed Evan so far? Oh, yeah, very very much so. Very much. Yeah, he's been he's been very good. So what wouldn't surprise me if he's, you know, in, in the studio calling games or, or if he's actually a coach because I think he's got he's got the mindset and, and to be a coach as well. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to do the lifestyle, though. The lifestyle of a coach is uh, – uh, that's that's a lot to ask. Come back. Pat Bradley, SEC Network, former Arkansas star. He's in town to talk to our friends at the Tennessee Tip-Off Club who do just a wonderful, wonderful job. I can't brag on those people enough, Mike and those guys and everybody involved with the Tennessee Tip-Off Club. We're in your corner today down at Calhoun's on the River. Pat Bradley right after this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia to 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hi, I'm former Sheriff Eamon George with 30 years experience in emergency services. I know how important it is to locate an address that's in need of help as quickly as possible. An LED light bulb has been developed and manufactured that glows red, white, and blue flashing light to be placed on your front porch and turned on when you have an emergency that will help the responding emergency services to locate your home as quickly as possible. You can obtain your LED light bulb at Mount Pleasant Fire Department and all of your local fire stations. For more information, contact Fire Department at 379-1005. 379-1005. Seconds counts. Get your light bulb today. I wish you and your family a safe and happy new year. 
Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Escobars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you're back with you. If I'd have told you that this young man would end up being a star, a stud, and a stallion on the SEC network back in the day, you'd have said, huh? This guy's like from New England. And he sounds like Matt Dixon. We love Pat Bradley. I think him and him and uh, Ron Slay are are the the chemistry those two dudes have when they pair them together. We I, I love Pat Bradley. I said it last time he was on here. I love the guy, man. Oh, I, I think they're great. Him, him and Slay get a really good two man group there. Of course, I, I don't know how much Slay would pass him the ball, but interesting. To ask Bradley that. You think Slay, uh, <laughs> a, a Pat? You think Slay would pass you the basketball? You think he would share? I, he, he, you know what? I do. I got faith in him. You know because uh, Slay, he, he's the kind of guy that likes to. Uh, he's a stat sheet stuffer, and you know I think he's going to want to get a couple of uh, assists in that column, and he knows exactly where to go with it. How you doing today, my friend? Brother, we are great. You're in town to talk to the uh, Tennessee Tip-Off Club coming up here in a mere matter of moments over at Calhoun's on the River, one of the beautiful spots in uh, in our fair town. The Vols in Arkansas play tonight, so they brought you in at uh, at just the right time, my friend. I'm on, I'm in the, the um, I'm in the studio tonight so i'm coming in and uh speaking tomorrow tomorrow that's right it's wednesday my brain man i i I tell you what i need to do i need to get out more i was starting to think that this was a win yeah that's right because it's a wednesday deal now i'm a day ahead of myself here man get a little sunlight i would have loved to have been there tonight but can't you know can't do it can't do it but it's gonna be a nice one though there tonight so Tell me about this Arkansas club now that Nick Smith's back. Your thoughts? Uh, you know they were had trouble scoring like everybody does in the mod in in this modern college game. Right. But they were going through their six seven minute stretches uh, of of without scoring. I had one of their uh, one of their guys on yesterday covers their team. He said Tony, this year they would have six zero runs over the span of five minutes. He said you got to you had to pre Nick Smith getting there. You had to kind of live through it to, to believe. I said, well, it sounds like what we've seen here in Knoxville, um, just a team that can defend but has trouble scoring at times. What has Smith added, you think, to the equation? Well, he is, and, and you'll see it tonight, he's um, very energetic, man. Like, it's he's in constant movement. And, you know, the, the good thing about that is, you know, with the basketball, he's he's going to be in attack mode. Uh, he's six five, fast, at good length. He's a good athlete. He's not, you know, like you know Michael Jordan, but he's 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 a good he's he's a great athlete. 
Um, so he has the ability to always get up a shot. And the thing is, he's, since he's in constant movement, he gets the other four guys on offense to be in constant movement, whether or not he has a basketball or not. So I, I think just with that, he makes them a better offensive team. Um, and he's one of the few guys at college basketball, you know, like you said, that has the, the ability to create his own shot. I mean, it just doesn't, just not a lot of guys like that. And actually, Arkansas has two guys. One of them is Ricky Council, who, you know, for the majority of the year has been the second leading scorer in the SEC. Um, but they get two guys like that. And so I think, that's what makes them a legit contender for Final Four because they've got the length, the size. Yeah. I mean, they could throw out there 6'10", 6'11", 6'10". Um, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, their point guard is 6'7", Anthony Black. Mm. You know, so they can go 6'7", 6'5", and then all the way up to, you know, 6'10". I don't even think they get a guy that's, under six four that they play, so um, you're going to see a lot of size and length tonight uh, in in Knoxville. So Pat, you're sitting in the studio, you're watching that with Slay Dog. What are you guys doing when you're watching games? You, you sitting there, you having like a snack, drinking like a soft oh. drink, hanging out. Is it is it sports barish? Are you taking notes? Are you joking around? What are we doing when the game's going on there? Eating a little shrimp, filet mignon, maybe you retire for a little while, take a nap during, you know, some of the, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we get our computers up and mm-hmm. we, we got the stat broadcast up and, uh, you know, a lot of it is, you know, what we like to do is, is watch the games to try to pick out a play or a few different plays that we could use to sort of talk about the point or what, what it was that was important in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, watching the game tonight, Tennessee, Arkansas, um, you know, going to look at Zakai Ziegler and, and his ability to, you know, if he, if he can dribble penetration, break it down, kick it mm-hmm. out to Vescovy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For a three, or you know, where maybe Olivier Kamwa catches the ball. Is it on the on the right elbow? Is it somewhere in the mid post? Um, so things like that, that 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 help us figure out why and how and what they did. Or maybe it's you know who's guarding Nick Smith. You know how they. You know, let's just say he. You know, they come out in Tennessee you know, has a great defensive night. What was it that made him so good? So different things like that. The great Pat Bradley, you bow thy head when you say thy names on the TLD Logistics hotline, tldlogistics.com on your Tony Basilio show. And I love the chemistry you and Slay have, man. Like, he, like man. They, Well, they put him in the studio. I saw your first night together. Did you know you guys would click that well? Man, I did, you know, because I, I I knew he's a radio guy, and I think it helps um, because, you know, I worked in in radio for many years, 
sports talk radio in Little Rock. So, um, you know, you, you have to be able to, um, not only talk, but de- de- describe things and, and carry on a show sometimes when there's not many things going on. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, I knew that, and then talking with them before and meeting them and, you know, you, you knew just how solid of an individual he is. And, you know, the important thing that I've learned uh, in any business over the years, first of all, you got to be a good, you got to be a good person. Mm. And because, you know, without that, it, it's tough to connect with anybody. And then it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, as you know, it's, um, if you get, if you're working and dealing with good people, then the subject matter, um, you can always figure that out. You know, you can always find a common ground to make something sound interesting. So I think that's the important thing too, is, you know, being able to trust somebody that you can have a conversation with, um, that respects what you say and you respect them. You can't, the other thing about our businesses, you can't fake chemistry. Like sometimes you've been paired with people and it doesn't work and you're not going to say that. Mm -hmm. It's not your job. You're supposed to sit there and do your job. But you know in the back of your mind, like I've done it, you know, you interview a million people down through the years. Some people you connect with, some people you don't, some people it's somewhere in the middle. I've done play-by-play, some people you connect with, some people that are next to you, you're just kind of like, you know, I can't wait for this thing to be over, but we're going to get through it because we're professional. And chemistry's a, chemistry's a uh, is an interesting thing because both on a team and then in what we're doing, it 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 matters. You guys, right. you, you can tell that you guys kind of mesh a little bit. You can kid around a little bit with each other, and I can tell you're kind of comfortable with him. Yeah, no, it, there's no doubt, and it it does help that you know he's he um he's a a, a big fan of believe it or not of the coach Nolan Richardson. 90s Razorbacks. He said he grew up That's loving cool. it and watching them, and so um, I think you know on a, on a certain level we can we can connect that way. You know, he kind of you know understands that and, and appreciates that. And of course, you know I got I got plenty of you know my Tennessee stories playing against uh, you know first going there in nine, 95, 96. Mm. Where you know that was that was before, who you know was I'm not sure when Coach Jerry Green's first year was. Ninety mm-hmm. seven was ninety seven, and then yeah. by the time I guess that was Coach Kevin O'Neill. That's right. And Steve Hamer was there, the big fella. Um, and then so you know ninety eight ninety nine is you know they they get they started to get it rolling. Yeah, you uh, saw him pre the Renaissance, but even back then, Tennessee always played for whatever reason. Even during the Wade Houston days, they played Nolan Richardson and Arkansas very well. I love, we've had Nolan on down through the years. Man, you talk about just a kind of a good dude, but a really interesting guy. Mm-hmm. I would imagine you've got a million stories. Oh, yeah, and he's still... Yeah, he's still a guy that, that you know, I'd call him about once a month, keep up with him. He's still living in Fayetteville, and, um, 
and trying to enjoy the retired life. But he's, um, yeah, he, he's he's somebody that, you know, oh, of course, basketball hall, he's a Hall of Famer, you know, Naismith Hall of Famer. Yep. So he's he's going to make a, a gigantic impression on you. And he did, he made a huge impression on all of us. He's such an interesting guy, though. It's my favorite. Like, the times we've had him on, he, it's almost like he. Well, here's what's one thing about him. I'll yeah. tell you this. Yeah, go ahead. He was, he was, um, you know, he had a tryout for a professional basketball team, professional football team, professional baseball team. So he, he signed a contract. I want to say he signed a contract in three different professional sports. I mean, he was, and he'll tell you the story of how, you know, he was the you know, leading scorer at Texas El Paso, and, um, you know, in comes Don Haskins, and they became a, a defensive team. And then it was, I think, two years later is when, um, you know, they ended up going to the national championship game and, Beating Kentucky at Western, mm-hmm. well, I think at the time it was it was called Texas Western. That's right. Um, you know, and then they make the movie Glory Road and all that. That was only about a, two years, I think, after he actually graduated from there. Two or three years, but um, yeah, he he is a you know an incredible guy. And the thing is, he's just a force of nature, man. It's not like it's yeah. it's not. He was he would always tell us not about smoke and mirrors, man. Not about smoke and mirrors. He was just a. I've never met anybody that sort of that that walked in every day and had a fire about him. <laughs> I mean, it's something where either you get on, either you get on board, or you get out of the way. And so uh, it was. It was fun to to learn from somebody like that. Well, my favorite thing about him is in an age and an era, you know, this big money era we're in now with these coaches, where they're all so careful about what they say. That's a guy that didn't give a damn. He didn't give a damn. He was he was who he is. He is who he is. He's going to, as long as he's breathing, he's going to be who he is. And, mm-hmm. you know, in a lot of ways, I kind of appreciate that, man. Yeah. No, there's no doubt. I think I, that, that's one of the other things I, I did learn from him. You know, we had at that time, and this is, you know, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, those, those years, we had an open locker room where, yeah, at, at the end of games, reporters could just come right in the locker room, stand around your locker. And he would always say, you know, you're going to talk to them whether we win or whether we lose. And now it's a little bit different. They can select who they want to yep. talk. <laughs> they, you know, put, put them in a room. And, you know, there's only a certain amount of time you could talk to him. He, he was, um, you know, he, he talked to talk and walked to walk because he would, there was nothing he would shy away from. No subject. He would talk about it. And I think that was a good lesson for me personally, but it was also a good lesson for, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. In the case of some guys like the great Al Dillard, 26, but okay, that's fine. He's a little older. Uh, but it was a great lesson for young men um, to understand 
that you use use your voice. People aren't always going to agree with you. That's fine, but use your voice. Like in, it, it's it's one thing that yeah. you're going to be able to have for the rest of your life. And I've always thought, listen, there's going to be a time when Tony, nobody's going to want to hear what the heck I have to say. So while people, so while I get the chance, I might as well say it. <laughs> well, and you know what? Another thing about a guy like that that I've drawn from him is help people along the way. Like I, I know people that guys helped. And they, and they, um, guys like him don't want it, don't want it broadcast. They don't want cameras around when they're helping people. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, there's something to be said for that. Uh, you know, th- this Barnes guy is very old school, you know, and he's not for everybody. And, um, and Richardson's kind of the same way. Very old school guy. Those guys are not for everybody, not for every player. Um, when you look at this Tennessee team, and you know, Rick Barnes has had this very befuddling resume because he doesn't win in March. I mean, just it's very strange. Um, do you think his team has a run in them? Do you think they already had oh, their absolutely. time back in January? I mean, they've gone through this. They need to get a little healthier. When you when you look at them, because I agree with you on Arkansas. I think Arkansas is a team matchup wise. Pat, they get out there as we visit with the great uh, and and by the way. Um, Talking about Tennessee, though, give me your sense of them. I, I love them right now. I love them, especially Josiah Jordan James and Julian Phillips. Just two starters out, yeah. and two guys that are very important to their offense. Um, you know, Josiah's obviously a very and great versatile defender, but I think he's he's also a great facilitator. I yep. mean, he's like having another point guard on the floor. Um, he's shooting the ball as well as he's ever had, uh, but but he makes the right decisions with the basketball, keeps the ball moving. And Julian Phillips obviously is you know at his size six eight, finishes around the rim. Um, I, I, that's why I, I you know I hope I think Julian wouldn't back last game. I'm hoping you know it's, it's certainly in going into March in the postseason he's healthy, but that's why I, I mean this is. You know, you don't ever want to put those high expectations on on any team. But I mean, I get the respect of them. Is I mean, they can beat anybody in the country. You know, and and you're right. I mean, that's the thing with the with the tournaments, one and done. You know, you lose a game, you get a bad matchup. Yeah, you have a bad shooting night like they've had before. Um, but this is a team. You know, Coach Barnes is is he's a no nonsense guy, and he's going to make sure that. Uh, they're prepared. They're going to defend. So they're always like that's always going to keep them in the game. And I think it, it, with with those two guys coming back, it's just going to make their offense uh, click much better and a lot more fluid. So uh, you know that's why they're they're you know legit Final Four. Pat Bradley's with us, TLD Logistics Hotline. He's tomorrow uh, over at. Uh... Speaking to the tip-off club, uh, now that we've established that, I was thinking it was Wednesday earlier on, but uh, Pat helped me out on that, um, tldlogistics.com. We'll have Garza Law Tennessee uh, basketball overtime tonight as soon as that one ends, so I'll be competing with Pat uh, on their post-game deal. But, you know, at the end of it all, the thing I'm really looking forward to, to tonight, I want to end it here, Tennessee, when you have injuries, you find guys. You're forced to. You're forced to play people, and people get an opportunity. 
This Mayshack guy is a scary, scary, scary athlete. The lights are starting to come on for him. He's the one Tennessee player that's not afraid as a wing to play going downhill. Uh, if there's one thing I would change about Josiah Jordan James, it would be that he'd more, be more of a downhill player. But you can't change a guy's personality or their game. It's just kind of what it is. you know. Some, some, and this Mayshack guy has this kind of dog in him sort of thing. But he also is a very good defender. I think the plan, talking to people, is for them to put him on Smith and see what happens tonight. And I think that's going to be a really interesting matchup because he smothered, he smothered that Jackson kid uh, the other day from South Carolina and mm. frustrated yeah. the hell out of him. And, and I think that's going to be very interesting to see how Mayshack fares with Smith tonight. Yeah, I think you... you you hit right on the head, and, and don't forget, you know, Alabama goes there with their high-flying offense, holding the, I think it was 59 points, and um, yep. you know, Meshack, I, I think he he spent a lot of time on um, Ed Miller. Miller. That's right. Yeah, so, uh, yep. Yeah, and, and that's a good point with, you know, when you do have injury, it forces those other guys to, to step up, and really the only way to get better you know, you of course you get to show you improve in practice, but you got to play game minutes, and Meshack is getting that for sure, um, and that's just another addition to what they do. So, uh, yeah, his his development is just another reason why you know this Tennessee team, a you know latest number eleven in in the country, but um, you know I, I think they're a lot better than that. I think they should set their sights higher. Pat, I've told you this in the past, and I'll say it again to you. My, the thing I love about you, man, is that you're not shtick. You just you celebrate the sport of college basketball that I love. Now, I wish there was more freedom of movement in the game. Uh, I don't know how we're going to get that back in the game and get the football out of the game. But uh, I'm, I'd like to see the sport grow from that standpoint. These guys are great athletes. I'd like, I'd like them to have the ability to show that on the offensive end. Um, but that's me. You keep doing you, man. Um, because you, you listen. You're a lot of fun, brother. You're a lot of fun. Yeah. Hopefully, I get a chance to see you soon, my brother. You be safe, and um, it's gonna be a good one tonight. It's gonna be a good one. We, hey, we, it, it should give us everything. Hey, give Slay a hug. Tell him Tony B says what's up, man. Give him a hug for me. Hey, hey, hey. Tell Slay. Looking at him these days, you might have to hug him twice. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He's a big boy. That's a big boy right now. Give him two hugs. Yeah, I will, brother. I will. Thank you, my man. You're the man. Thanks, Tony. All right, buddy. Pat Bradley, one more time. On your TLD Logistics hotline, online, tldlogistics.com. The shooter. The shooter. I want to say a, spe- say a special. I want to ask for a special prayer for our caller, Roger who I talked to yesterday on the phone. I talked to this morning. Boy, he is in some rough shape. He is not feeling well. And I'm worried about Raj. So please say a prayer for our friend Roger because he did not sound good this morning when I talked to him. 865-200-5402. So... Ross Dellinger has tweeted the following. 
Now, Ross is with SI. Four Tennessee assistant coaches have gotten multi-year show causes. The Hoover, you said the Shooter, Bri, right? The Shooter, how'd you say that, Bri? The Shooter. The Hoover Mafia. The Shooter. The Hoover Mafia has been put out of commission. Would that be accurate, Matt? Or is the Hoover Mafia, I guess they're never out of commission, are they, Matt? Is that? Oh, no. The Hoover no. Mafia is alive and well, Tone. They, they have you fooled. Okay. Which is exactly what they want. The Hoover Mafia has been dented as four former Tennessee staff members are expected to receive multi-year show cause penalties from the NCAA. Stemming from their roles in recruiting violations committed under Jeremy Pruitt, I'm reading from Ross's piece in Sports Illustrated. Inside linebackers coach Brian Niedermeyer, who peaked, by the way, in Animal House. Outside linebackers coach Shelton Felton, who's got one of the great names of all time. Oh. <laughs> you know, Brian, if I was going to come up with a character name, Shelton Felton. That's that is like a like Vince McMahon. That's a wrestling name. We need to find a Felton Shelton somewhere. A Felton Shelton and a Shelton Felton. Is well, there? I a, think his kids are named Shelton Felton too. I don't blame him. Like George Foreman. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He took over for Rush Probst at whatever high school he was at too. Oh, Shelty Felty. I mean. What a great name. It's like um, like in WWE, Fandango. Fandango. Shelton Felton. Fandango. Director of Player Personnel, Drew Hughes, who we know and love and miss. We, knew, we miss Drew. And student assistant, Michael Magnus, are receiving show cause penalties three to five years. In negotiated resolutions that they've struck with the association. So the NCA is still out there doing what they're doing. <laughs> a, a student assistant got a three year show call? Yes. God, yes. I love that. Yes. Michael, he knows where the bodies are buried. Michael Bang Bang Hughes. Ah, uh, Pruitt. Anything about Casey Pruitt? Pruitt and Derek Ansley were not involved in the resolutions. Now, where did I see Derek Ansley's name the other day? Didn't somebody in the NFL just hire him? He just moved. He, uh, the, the Raiders made him their defensive coordinator, I think. Yeah. I don't think Derek Ansley's worried about this. I like how the Jets have become a repository for Tennessee scrub coaches. I think the Raiders actually was does the team. Was yeah, it, was no, I'm Jets, talking about the, the Jets. The Jets. No, I'm talking about the Jets. The Jets just hired that Azani guy, Cinco's favorite. Here is a line in this thing, and I and I want you to. Um, I'll park here for a second. Also, not involved in this resolution is the school itself. The university and the NCA have not come to an agreement on a resolution despite months of negotiations. However, the association is bifurcating the case 
a new method of bringing closure to some parties in an investigation while other elements of the case remain contested. Bifurcation was one of the recommendations made last summer by the NCAA Transformation Committee to speed up in a, the association's dawdling infractions process. Nice. We get bifurcating and we get dawdling in the same sentence. Here's the deal. This is my understanding. Um, so what I'm hearing whispered in the grapevine. Tennessee has essentially been going in peace with the thought being what we've recommended to the NCAA is satisfactory and they're going to leave us alone going forward. I'm being told on that front uh, not so fast, my friend. I'm being told not so fast on that. Tennessee's not, um, they're not as sunny and bright on this as they were six months ago. And the NCAA remains an absurd, non-functioning, governing body of his sports it remains a joke here we are in a day of a day and age where the vols have a quarterback and by the way this uh wide receiver that committed yesterday you can give a major assist to the credibility of having nico and the fact that Tennessee is now selling the opportunity to come in and be a part of his receiver room slash route tree immediately. Because when you beat the likes of Alabama and Georgia for a young guy like that, as X wrote about today over at tclub.team, boom. So... The thing with Tennessee and the NCAA, I'm not sure what it means in terms of how serious it is or isn't, how stark it is. Or I don't want to speak in those terms. I, I don't know. None of us know. It's kind of like um, people are like, Tony, you were very uh, – apocalyptic almost, the way you were talking about Tony. No, I wasn't. The way I was talking about Tony Balls. No, actually, what I was saying yesterday was the athletic director needs to cut these two loose and let them play, which is what they did yesterday afternoon. Because enough's enough. And here's why enough's enough on that deal. Tony Ball served more games than Bill Self did. Matt Dixon has a question. Go ahead, Matt. Jump in here. Well, I, I'm just curious. Do, do we know what all Tennessee's kind of self-imposed at this point? And and if if we do, are like are they are they in the past now, or do we still have some restrictions going forward? I'm 
I feel like we I should know this, but I can't think of I I've just not thought about football for about three months. Well, they are full strength roster wise. They've taken their remedies to this point. They thought the belief was we've taken our remedies last couple of years in terms of playing with a limited roster, including this last season, to some extent, back in the spring, if you'll remember. And the thought was, with these remedies, I believe also they cut, and I'm not going to get into the specifics because I have in front of me, but some visits and some things things of that ilk as well. Yeah, a lot of recruiting stuff. Cause that's a lot of, a lot these, of recruiting, yeah. recruiting violations. That's right, yeah. that's right. With the thought that these self-prescribed remedies, we will get a clean bill of health from the NCA. that has not happened. And now the belief around Tennessee's program is that it may not happen. It may not have been enough. And so where in that process they are, Matt, is an interesting question. Um, and the answer to that is I don't know. I do know they've they've done a lot internally. They you know they played with a shorthanded roster, a way shorthanded roster in uh, Josh Heupel's first year, and then in his second off season they were hamstrung and had a limitation. If you'll remember. L- deep in the late last summer to show good faith to the NCA that, hey, this is, we, we've restricted ourselves here. You know, we, we're going to admit that things went on here, not under this staff. But this is an interesting piece. The, the bifurcation piece, in other words, the splitting of the, the splitting of the penalties, the fact that we're going to deal with these coaches, but yet say to the institution, you're not off the hook yet. That's what's going on here. So when you see that word and and you read that story about those Tennessee assistant coaches, impress your friends and tell them that, hey, you know what I learned today? These three guys are getting their penalty, but we haven't gotten ours yet. No, it could be that. It could be that the NCAA says to Tennessee, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Who knows? And Pruitt doesn't have his penalty yet either, correct? No. Pruitt yeah. is, Pruitt is, which really makes him, Matt, untouchable at this point. That makes him an untouchable. Yeah, if he, if he was, if you were able to hire him, he would already be the defensive coordinator at Alabama. Old Conehead. Is there, is there anything in there about adding a year or two to Donnie Tindo's show cause just to kind of lump him in with that? This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. t Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. Wear this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hey guys, this is Mary Catherine with Bug Out Termite and Pest Control. Did you know that most insurance plans don't cover termite damage? Termites cause $5 billion in damage every year. Having a termite inspection done by a termite professional once a year is the best way to determine your home or business is termite free. Our technician will help you determine the best treatment solution for you. Call us today to schedule your inspection at 931-380-9009 or visit us online at bugouttennessee.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Did you know that Columbia Ace Hardware carries Magnolia Home Paint by Joanna Gaines? Columbia Ace Hardware is the only Magnolia paint dealer in town. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Come see us at Columbia Ace Hardware and Power Equipment. We will be glad to help you. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Drake. Join Clayton Harris and I on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays on our new show, the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, beginning at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. That's on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Everything Southern Middle Tennessee, from college to high school to pro, you name it, fantasy, we're going to talk about it. Be there on Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays, 4 o'clock to 5 on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Come to the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Championship, hosted by the Columbia Breakfast Rotary Club, benefiting their college scholarship fund. Outstanding auctioneers from across the country will be competing to be named the 2023 Mule Day Auctioneer Champion. The event will be held at the Tennessee Livestock Sale Barn at 1231 Industrial Park Road, Columbia, Tennessee, starting at 11 a.m. Hope to see you there. 31. 
I have got somebody very important on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. As always, you guys have some great specials going on there at Foodland. So what specials you got for us this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, four forty nine a pound. Boston butt pork roast, $1.69 a pound. Five-pound bag of Idaho potatoes, $2.99 each. And Nestle Pure Life Water, 24-pack, three for 12. And as always, Miles, you guys are open 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week, right there on West 7th Street. And uh, we appreciate uh, all the great deals that you have and the great staff you have working there. And uh, have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that's Miles Johnson from Foodland. And uh, again, 427 West 7th Street right here in Columbia near the post office if you're familiar with that and again they're open seven days a week go on in and get yourself some good deals so go check that out this is Jim Ross and you are listening to Front Porch Radio WKOM 101.7 located in Columbia Tennessee man that sounds good a little twist of tea after the week we're having right now from the uh, Maui Zowie from the Maui Zowie stuff uh, and finally getting that behind us to Tony Vall suspension where people were literally calling me over the weekend making Tony Vitello sound like it was um, Miami in the 80s. Oh, Tony. They got, you know, they got this and they got that and they got the screenshots and they got the... I'm like, hey, would you just relax? Just relax. But then in the midst of that, comes the knowledge comes the knowledge comes the knowledge that and this is in the background here the NCAA is still kind of um, they're not lurking around the football part they're not going to find anything new and we're in a different era the question now becomes, and this is the real question, because the NCA has put a release out. I'm going to read it to you. But the real question becomes, do we, have we done enough toward the NCA? Matt has a couple of uh, issues he'd like to bring up here. But I'm on the NCA's webpage, ncaa.org. And um, on their webpage is an item uh, regarding uh, what's happened here with uh, the University of Tennessee, the movement today. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you about this. Uh, before we do that, though, let me get to uh, our number two as I walk us into hour number two here. Let me walk us into hour number two. What happened to my news feed here on the NCA? There it is. Well, what, what's going on? There it is. Okay. Hour number two, ladies and gentlemen, on your Tony Basilio show, and here we go. All right, Matt, so... Tennessee, you had a question about this. For those just joining, the NCA has handed down some penalties toward four individuals who previously worked for the University of Tennessee. Let me read this to you. And then and then we're going to talk about 
what I think it means and where it's going and talking to some people. And I've made a couple calls during our last time out. <clears throat> Four individuals who previously worked for the Tennessee football program have reached an agreement with the NCAA enforcement staff. This is from the NCAA's website, ncaa.org. Have reached an agreement with NCAA enforcement staff on recruiting violations and impermissible benefits that occurred in the football program and the appropriate penalties for these violations. Good gosh. A committee on infraction panel preliminarily improved the agreement. School and other individuals involved in the case contested either the alleged violations, the application of certain penalties, or both. A portion of the case will be considered by the Committee on Infractions during a hearing, after which the committee will release its full decision. Can these people speak English? The agreed-upon violations occurred over several academic years and involved cash payments to recruits and their families, impermissible recruiting contacts during a COVID dead period, and impermissible recruiting inducements during unofficial visits. The committee will not discuss further details in the case to protect the integrity of the ongoing process as the committee's final decision, including potential violations and penalties for the school and the remaining individuals is still pending. Let me read this again. The committee will not discuss further details in the case to protect the integrity of the ongoing process as the committee's final decision, including potential violations and penalties for the school and the remaining individuals is still pending. And that's the part, that's the part, ladies and gentlemen, that's a little worrisome for Tennessee right now, according to people I talk to. That's the unknown here. And this is where the term bifurcation comes in, because what they've done is they've separated. Because they're trying to get this log jam. So they're, they're dealing with the coaches and some of the parties individually and haven't yet dealt with the institution, which is where we are. By separating the cases, I continue in the NCA's release, the Division I Committee on Infractions publicly acknowledges the infractions case and permits the individuals to immediately begin serving their penalties while awaiting the committee's final decision. That decision will include any findings and penalties for the school and the remaining individuals who have contested the violations and or penalties. This is the third case where the committee has used multiple resolution paths. They're really proud of that, by the way. They've actually figured out how to be a little more, dare I say, productive, streamlined. The agreed-upon penalties in this case include show-cause orders for the individuals varying from three to five years in alignment with the agreed-upon level one aggravated classifications of their respective violations. In August 2022, Division I Board of Directors adopted legislation intended to modernize and expedite the infractions process. All right, Matt. What, what do we need to address here? 
before we go to the phones? What what do we need to uh what what do people care about that I'm missing? Well well to me the the biggest thing is gonna be is the the potential a potential bowl ban. Is is that on the table? Uh that that would be significant. Yep. And then obviously um any kind of scholarship reductions yep. for any type of period would 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 affect your program. Um, a lot of the other stuff you can kind of get by with for the most part, but a, a, a bowl ban, which we had talked about before, you know, I think that would that would be pretty significant and, and be a pretty pretty harsh penalty. Is, is is that on the table? I just talked with two people who I trade notes with both of whom are keeping a keen keen eye on this. One of whom by text, one of whom by phone. And the belief from both of them, and I'm not trying to um, put myself in a flank here with a camp, but I'm, I'm going to people that are knowledgeable about this, more knowledgeable than I am. Because this is not a part of my everyday orb. Uh, I'm, I'm just not a reporter per se what we're doing here now there's aspects of that that we do and obviously when you're handling something like this that's real time you know you have to be um, somewhat supple in 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 this regard the belief right now is that this is not going to result at the end of it all in a bowl ban now, that's Tennessee side of it, according to the people that I'm uh, staying in council with on this. Tennessee, now, now, again, that's not an expectation. Could the NCAA come back to Tennessee and say, we need you to play shorthanded roster-wise for a few seasons? Very much could happen. Could the NCAA come back and say, we need to limit the number of exposures that you get on the road in terms of recruiting, visits, etc.? Yes, very much could happen. Could the NCAA come back still and say to Tennessee, and granted, this all occurs against the backdrop that Tennessee has believed they're going to be in the clear on this thing, but they're they're now getting the indication that they're not. Their belief was we self-imposed a ton of stuff. We fell on our sword. They they went above and beyond. The Vols did. If you look at the number of scholarships, and I'm sure folks reporting on this are going to have this. Um, I'm sure stories are being written right now. But the belief internally from Tennessee is this is not going to impact bowl. And then what you get into, doesn't the does the playoff begin next year, guys? Or is that two years? That's a 2024 20, season, so it's not next, next year. It is next year. No, not next year. It's a 20, next is the 2023 season. It's the 2024 season. No, I'm talking about next year, yeah. Not this upcoming season, but next year. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah that's so, right. Yeah. So, when Oklahoma and Texas in the league as yeah. well. So from a 
from a pers- my perspective, okay? This is just me. I want this thing, and obviously, it, it, this isn't up to Danny White. Like, I'm not pointing fingers. Because you're dealing with somebody, you're dealing with a, with a regulatory body, a governing body, that truly is absurd. That, at times, is farcical. At best, whimsical. And can change like the weather. So, where are we? Tennessee thought, you know, we're out of the woods. We've satisfied them. Now the belief is we probably haven't. So it's interesting. I I don't understand why you're not further along in this process because you kind of let the NCAA in on everything you were doing. Right. Like there shouldn't be new information or, or new things for them to sort out. That's right. Like I, I don't get how Tennessee didn't have and the NCA they didn't have all this stuff kind of worked out along the way. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, and toward that end, a conversation I was having with somebody over the week because people want to make the connection that this Tony Vitello thing is related to the football deal and it's not. I mean that sounds good, but it's just it's just not. It's just not. Now, I think essentially with what happened with Ahuna, the NCAA's reaction to that is a joke. But they're going to do them. And then Tennessee suspending Tony Vitello. Think about this for a second, Matt. How much cheating went on at Kansas where Bill Self was allegedly going to lose his job and went and won a national championship last year and now has a number one seed this year? And and how many games was he suspended? Do you guys remember? Either you or Brian? It was like five or something, wasn't it? There you go. Eight, maybe eight. I don't know. I thought, Early non, non-conference games, too. I thought it was three. It might. I mean, it might have been three. It's. It, it, it was a joke, whatever it was. Yeah. And so, so you're going to tell me that a guy allegedly, I don't know, a guy allegedly took off and flew to see a player and he gets a three-game suspension versus all that stuff that Kansas did? And Kansas is going to go in peace? This guy gets to keep his job? They're going to... Are they, Brian, are they banned from the uh, tournament this year, Kansas? No, I don't know. Okay, okay, just checking. I'm just, I'm just asking for a friend here. See, that's the problem with this all. <laughs> that's the problem with this all this nonsense. Because Tennessee along the way, Tennessee played with a, with a third less of a football team in our head coach's first year. A third less, which is accurate, by the way. Go look at the scholarship numbers. They were down like 25 guys. It's true. 25 and 85, I mean, it's, what is that? What is that fraction, Bri? 25 and 85. It's not a third. But 60 players, 60 players. No, 20. What's the fraction? 25 off of 85 is 60 players. Yeah, but what's the fraction of that? What's the? 
What uh, is uh, probably, about, probably about 30%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty... Uh, or just an, uh, one signing one signing class. That's pretty significant. That's pretty significant. Stop and think about it. And then last year, they weren't a major player in the portal. Why? Because they weren't allowed to fill up their roster as a show of good faith with the NCAA till late August. Go back and look at it. Plus, along the way, they hamstrung themselves with visits and other what what you and I would call minutia, but but in the overall scheme of things, as X will share with you, is really kind of hamstringing. So what's the NCAA going to do? I don't know. Tennessee's now a little bit, um, they're a little bit concerned. But the, the reason the Tony Vitello thing is not related to the football deal is, is, is it's this reason. And it's really this simple. And I don't mean this the way it sounds, but ten, but college baseball small potatoes in the overall scheme of things. People say, well, you know, you sick these guys on your campus. And this isn't the FBI. They don't have a bureau here. In fact, they don't even have they don't even have enough investigators. That's all. This isn't like I'm reading a book right now on uh, biography of J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover. That's brand new. And it's really interesting. I'm in the 60s right now. And, you know, they've got agents all over the place. James Hosty down in uh, uh, down in Dallas, who, who, who's in this book last night, after Lee Harvey Oswald does what he does, has to go back to the Bureau and say, hey, you know what, I, I kind of talked to this guy, and we sort of had eyes on him, and I took my eyes off of him because, well, because. It isn't like that. I mean, they've got like four people. Which, Matt, to your point, is another reason why things move at a glacier pace. But what would the harm be in them calling Tennessee, Matt, and saying, hey, you know what, we're just going to arrive at this in a, in a timely way just to let you get on with your life, your new staff, your new athletic director, your new administration, most of whom weren't there during the Pruitt years. You don't have a... You don't have your boob athletic director anymore who wasn't overseeing any of this. No offense to our boob athletic director. Our former boob. I'm not knocking the guy. I don't mean that the way it sounds. You don't have your cone head, which I'm thinking about shaving my head, so I, I shouldn't make fun of the cone heads out there because I'm going to be one. By the way, has anybody tried that razor where you, uh, have you guys seen that ad for the razor where you shave your head with it? And you can shave your head multiple times. It's like an electric razor. And it, anyway, I don't want to get off on that. But I would like a review if anybody. The skull shaver, I think it's called. But Matt, why wouldn't they just say, okay, do this, 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 and this, and you're off the hook? That would be normal, right? Why wouldn't you just do that? Why does it have to be so damn serious, Matt, and so slow? And their language, as nebulous as it is, when you read their releases, why? Because the, the NCA is still living like it's 1985. 
They're just so far behind on everything. They're always reactive to all, everything that happens. So it's, I mean, if, if they didn't think Tennessee's self-imposed stuff was good enough, why didn't they say it at the time? That's my point. Like, this is, it's just stupid. Right. Why? Okay. And they, you know, they've come out and said, you know, a few years ago that their their penalties are going to be geared more towards the people who committed violations and not affect, you know, student athletes, you know, current and future. And you hope hope that that plays out in this case, which as, as long as you don't get the bowl band deal. I mean, even if you lose some scholarships for a year or two, you that's all that is very manageable, especially in yeah. the in the portal era where, where you're losing guys all the time anyway. And here's my deal. I'm going to choose my words carefully here, okay? The belief internally, the belief is that that's not going to happen. In terms of the bowl ban, in terms of the postseason ban. How much of a bummer, Brian, would it be to have Nico on this campus, to have that great wide receiver they have, to have these wonderful secondary players that they've signed, and for that goofball NCA to come back to Tennessee and say, no postseason next year. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know. You never know. My belief is, their belief is, it's not going to happen, but if ever there was a place, Matt, where it was going to happen, it'd be this place. How mad would people be at our goofball former AD, Matt, if that happened? And how mad would they be at Proit? How mad? Do you think they would finally take his suite away from I mean, geez Louise. Can I, can I ask that out loud, Matt, how mad people would be? Oh, yeah. That definitely. I, I kind of wonder, what, if Tennessee had went 7-5 and five again, would the NCAA have signed off on all this stuff? But because you... You know, you you won ten games and, and and beat Alabama. I wonder if they're taking another look at it. Huh? Let's go to the I phone. Mean, let's just get Titans Bill conspiracy here. Let's go to the we phone. We probably need a life check on him in the third hour with this news today. Hello and welcome into our next call. You are live on your Tony Basilio show on a Tuesday. Hi, thank you for holding. What's up? What's up, Leroy? How you doing, buddy? I'll tell you what, Leroy, I got two uh, Tennessee baseball tickets for you today if you want them. I'm going out of town this evening. Go over there and see Maui Ahuna play. Are you interested? Are you in or out on that? No, I'm not into baseball. Let me ask you this, Leroy. Down the line, I've got tickets if you want to take somebody. I'm going to contact you off the air on that. You're going to help me with our little project here. Because I need to take some folks, get some folks in the game that have had some tough, t- had have gone through some tough time, and we're going to minister to some people, some tough times in life. We're going to minister to people, Leroy, okay. and you're going to help me. In the meantime, yes, sir. I owe you some Calhouns, don't I? The taste yes, of Tennessee. Now, Leroy, if I sent you out a copper card or two, would you use them? If you did what now? Matt, how hard is it for him to hear me with the show blasting in the background? Matt Dixon, do you think it's a challenge for uh, Lee Wah to hear us? Well, it, it certainly sounds like it is. Leroy, if I sent you a couple of copper cards, good at the Copper Cellar family of restaurants, that is Calhoun's, Chesapeake's, Copper Cellar, 
uh, any yeah, of the Smoky sure. Mountain Brewery locations, cappuccinos, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Corner 16. Yeah, I can sound of that. Do you like the sound of that? Yeah. All right. Leroy, my people, text me later. Do you know how? To, can, do you know how? Can you text me? I don't me? do no texting. What do you mean you don't do no texting? I don't text. I ain't, that, I ain't caught on to that yet. I sound good in the background, Bri. Bri, what do you think of hearing me yeah, again? I, I like hearing the show twice. Yes. Seven sh- seconds later. A show so That's good. You, cool. It's ten seconds later today. A show so good, you got to hear it twice. How do we sound, Leroy? Listen to yourself there. How good do you sound? Listen to yourself, Leroy. Sound pretty good. You better believe it. Anything else on your mind today? And I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to take your information. Okie dokie. Stay right there. Let me get our next call in. Leroy, you stay right there. Hello, and welcome into our next call. Hey, what's going on, Tone? Hey, appreciate you calling. Welcome in. Yeah, uh, this is Ryan, the Hoosier Ball. Uh, yep, Hoosier Big win. Hey, big win by your guys. Hey. Over the weekend, you you beat a number one seed on Jerry Palm's bracket. Jerry Palm, tomorrow we're going to have something on the program we've never done before with Jerry. It's called Bracket Intervention. I haven't even told Brian about this. Ask Jerry Palm where he went to undergrad. Well, I know he went to Purdue, but we're going to have a bracket intervention with him because, <laughs> Ryan, you can't lose five of six, Okay. And keep They're a number one seed. Well, I got to ask him something. <laughs> Is his team playing in the NBA Western Division? Like what? What is he kidding? Is, is Jerry Palm that big a sheep for Purdue? Is he a Purdue sheep, Brian? And can I quote you tomorrow when I talk to him? Ask him. Yeah, uh, I, I have to say so. I'm talking to Ryan. Ryan, is he a bit that big a sheep, Ryan? Ask Jerry Palm. Uh, you know. Never get in a land war in Asia, they say, and never pick Purdue to win the natty in your bracket. Man, just asking that. <laughs> I mean, what in the world, Jer- Jerry Palm? Jerry it's Palm, at this call. point, needs a real hand. How does a, a team call. lose five of six, Ryan? And they're a number one seed in the tournament, Ryan? Well, I... I Yes, because college basketball is just not great this year, but mm-hmm. it it kind of does smack of you lose credibility where a one seed can potentially be on like a 500 because they're going to they're probably going to win their next two. Yes. Uh, because they play Ohio State and Ohio State's not a typical Ohio State team this year. Yes. But like even if they're like 500 in their last 10, how you're exactly right. How can that be a one seed in any tournament? I think Ohio, um, UCLA should take their spot as a one seed, personally. But it doesn't matter because they're going to choke. They choke every year. It doesn't matter anyway. But uh, If you combine them and Tennessee, Matt, you think we could get to the Final Four if you took their two teams? You think we could get to the Final Four? You know what's bizarre, though, is they beat us. We know what will happen in the heads-up. No, 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 no. I mean, combine the two teams. I'm talking about put the two teams together, and maybe then, Matt, we can get to the Final Four. You think that would be possible, Matt, if we had the Edie guy down low? 
in this, in this year's college basketball, you might have a chance in the second weekend. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll have um, Bruce Pearl, or you know, maybe now that he got cleared from his charges, they can let uh, oh uh, Chris Beard or something coach the team instead of Rick Barnes or Matt Painter in March. There you go. You know, I wonder if Chris Beard ends up at Ole Miss. Ole Miss seems like, hey, if I were Ole Miss, there are two calls I'd make. I'd call Chris Beard, and I would call Rick Pitino. And if you all want to laugh at that, laugh at it. But that Iona team is one team Tennessee does not want to see. And if Matt wants to laugh at that, I don't think he's allowed to laugh. Go ahead. I think you. I think a Georgetown or St. John's would be smart to go after Rick Pitino. I think Ole Miss would be very smart. I think smart. that would be a, I think that Ole, probably Ole Miss basketball thing. is a great Ole Miss basketball is a great graveyard. Ball. And a guy they, like those P- guys could get a better job than that. A guy I mean, like Pitino yeah, wouldn't want to go there. A guy like Patino at seventy three years old could resurrect that thing just like the basketball vagabond that is Larry Brown. And those two guys are very similar. College and pro coaches. Uh, national championship coaches, Hall of Fame coaches, elite college basketball coaches. Ryan, is that a crazy thought by me that Ole Miss should reach out to Rick Pitino? You know, who's going to reach out to Jay Wright? Ryan, is that a crazy thought by me? You being a hoops no, uh, I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't is think. This guy's uh, name Ryan? Go ahead, Ryan. That's I, right, I can't. Brian. It's the R and the B. The R and the B. It's oh, that's right. Brian yeah. thinks. That's, Brian, I'm gonna give you a break. Your name is Brian. Come to think about it, I can't. I can't tell whether you're saying Ryan or Brian. I got to ask Leroy. Leroy, do you see how Brian keeps confusing Ryan and Brian? Leroy, who I'm getting ready to come to for your winnings. Yes, sir. All right, stay right there. Go ahead, um, Ryan. <laughs> um, yeah, Rick Pitino is one of the all-time greatest basketball coaches period up there with like not like clarifying like you can say like bobby knight is one of the all-time greatest college coaches red arback greatest pro coach pure basketball coach rick patino might be one of the five greatest any level basketball coach period i don't i don't i mean he went to kentucky as kind of a fish out of water um when they were at their depths but I mean, Georgetown makes a lot more sense. I think that would be more intriguing than Ole Miss for him. But tone on the football. Yep. Why don't we just, uh, who cares what the NCAA thinks? Like, I don't know. Like, if it was me, if we went full steam ahead and could go 12-0 and and the NCAA says as we're doing it, like, Tennessee, just so you know, no bull for you. Who cares? I would rather do that than hamstring myself and hope to get in the playoff but would there be any long-term ramification for that where they could say you know what uh put you on like five-year probation if you don't stop doing this you know you know what i'm saying like because i just don't see why you know we we were down for so long and football has looking like it's coming back why not just let the good times roll and if we if we have to take our lumps like who cares I just don't understand why I play ball with them if they do say, we're going to bull ban you for, or, you know, we're going to hamstring you. Like, why comply and just take the, what what comes? You know, um, can't do that, man. I, I would love to just get on here and beat my chest and say, you got to play nice to those people. 
You really? just do. Yeah, well, you just do. Now, now there's a difference here, right? Yesterday I'm on here saying you can't let these other coaches have Tony Vols Festivus. This thing here is already out in the open. You had a coach that was really stupid. He got caught. He was a moron. You fired him. You've already taken your medicine, to your point. You've already taken your medicine. I think this thing is is winding down instead of winding up. Tennessee thought, if I can just guess where they are, talking to people. They thought the thing was going to be done and rubber stamped, and it's not going to be rubber stamped. The football deal. Wow. Well, that, that stinks. So we'll hope yep. for the best on that. But yep. uh, it, it, I think, and I understand why you can't do it, I think it'd be great to I, – I think wasn't there one year Ohio State went 12-0 and knowing they couldn't play for the national championship – I would almost rather do that, but I understand why you can't. But hopefully it doesn't come to that. I think uh, USC under Kiffin went 10-2 one year, and they couldn't play in a bowl game. Wow. Interesting stuff from Brian. Boy, my channel's not working. Hey, uh, Ryan, thanks, brother. Love you. We'll see you, man. Brian, Brian, combination. You guys, you guys ought to do a podcast, Brian. <laughs> we call talk it, over each other. Call it Brian, or call it Ryan. What would you call it, Matt? Ryan or Brian? I got to get Leroy's information. I got to get some more calls in if we continue at eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Speaking of which. Matt Dixon Short Porch, presented by our friends at TLD Logistics. If you're an owner-operator, we've got a spot for you on our team, TLD Logistics Online, tldlogistics.com. I don't know that we're going to do a TLD Logistics overtime segment today because we're on till past midnight. In fact, this is the last day of February today, and, and we are getting ready to hit March, and I hope we hit it with a win over Arkansas. I'll ask these guys what they think is going to happen as we continue, and then you, we've got the NCA stuff. They came, they came, uh, they came, saw and conquered four former Pruitt staff members, not Jeremy Pruitt, though, one of whom's a rising star in the NFL game, just got a coordinator gig, um, two of whom I don't know where they are, one of whom I believe is coaching uh, part of the Hoover Mafia, coaching Rush Probst. Have we had a sighting of Niedermeyer? Is he going to be in the Animal House reboot? Where are we on Niedermeyer? Do you know, Matt? I, he was at that IMG Academy, I There thought. you go. I'll tell you what, that is one smug hombre, the way he uh, comported himself around here. No offense to him, but that was one smug the way he was like a uh, cult hero amongst all Twitter. Oh, Niedermeyer hey, has tweeted. Oh, he's tweeted from on high. The Twittyets. He's t- tweeted from on. By the way, Cineholic Jason says the skull shaver. He said, Tony, I've worn two of those out. I'm on my third. Said I use it all the time. Cineholic Jason. Boom. Leroy, I'm coming right to you. To the living listener, 865 200 
Niedermeyer has tweeted. Did you see his tweet? Did you see his tweet? We continue after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. 
We do this through financial mentoring followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Tina to be back with you. I love when ZZ speaks and he's got the way he looks, you know, kind of as diminutive as he is. And then he has that big, huge voice coming out of his mouth. It just tr- it tricks me every time when you see him interviewed or just crazy. That guy, man. Talk a man. Talk about a guy with some onion. That's a great Bill Rafter. He likes to say. I'd say uh, tonight's uh, game. He is a uh, very integral in what happens in this basketball game, Matt. He's got to have a strong, energetic game for the Vols if they're going to win tonight. Yeah, and, and you know, he's got to be that just about every night for you. Um, he, nobody can you know replicate what he does on the court for you. Tough matchup for him, size-wise, but you know, I hopefully you can find some things to take advantage of Arkansas with with him. But yeah, you you definitely need a, a good performance from him because this is the type of game where Vescovy can be taken out of the game, kind of you know, at least a, kind of over his career, the type of team with the defender and Devo Davis who can who can kind of make Vescovy a non-factor. So we were talking about the silliness of all this this whole NCAA thing and why it all needs to come to an end and why Bin Laden ought to get the coordinates. Bill Self self-served a four-game suspension to start the season. Now, he was, on, was he on Kansas bench and we played them, Bri? Yes, he was. Uh, yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. That's it. That's the punishment, Matt. That's it. Remember when they won the national championship last year? Everybody was like, man, this is the last game. And I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. It is a stone-cold joke, the way they pick their winners and their losers. Mm-hmm. And, and, so and here, Bill Self tef, Teflon in this. He's one of the Godfathers. Here's something, well, and they're regal. Here's a question. I think football success is hurting the process. Somebody texted me. They want us to feel the pain, and we haven't, and it pisses them off. You think that's part of this, Matt? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, probably. I think there's a good bit of that. You know, I would, it's always the selective enforcement is the thing that needs to be investigated with the NCAA. I would count that was asking them, haven't we felt enough pain from like 2011 to 2019, 2021? But it's see, but pain in their ass. 
pain in their eyes. Well, we could retroactively state that, well, we banned ourselves from going to a bowl game in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2017, 2018, and 2020. Pain in their eyes, okay? Pain in their eyes is only, only counts when you're under their thumb. What you do on the court doesn't matter. They only care about you when you're in their when you're in their scope. Let's go to the phones. Eighteen in front of the hour if you want to join us. On a day where we've talked moderately about Tony Valls being back in Tennessee's dugout. I haven't asked Matt Dixon what to expect from Maui Ahuna, who Matt's had eyes on Maui a bunch. I'm gonna get him and describe him to us. Matt, do you agree or disagree with Tennessee's decision not to bat him in the leadoff spot tonight, which they're not doing because they don't want to do it to him, according to sources inside the program? They don't want to do that to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ease him back in, uh, put him in a spot that's comfortable, surrounded by where he'll get good pitching. Yeah. Where do you I suspect he hits? I have a problem with that at all. Predict where he hits. What do you think? Six, mm. seven? Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, six, uh, yeah, let's go six. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Eventually, he hits leadoff, right? Uh, yeah, either either leadoff or second. Yeah, he'll be at the top of the order. Yeah, I was told, yeah, I was told last night, eventually, he's going to hit leadoff. Just not going to be right now. How long does this guy need to ease in until we see him in the leadoff spot, Matt, if, in fact, he is going to be their leadoff hitter? Um, well, if if he looks comfortable these next two games, I would do it this weekend. What is it about him that has them wanting to hit him leadoff or at the top of their lineup? What is it about his game? Describe him to the living listener. Well, he's just a really good defensive guy more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had really good hitting numbers last year at Kansas. He hit almost 400. Uh, it was equally good against righties and lefties, got on base a ton, uh, just a, a really kind of solid hitter. So, you know, he's a guy who I think he hit seven home runs maybe. So I think you could, you know, reasonably expect that to be maybe in the 12 to 15 range here. So, but just a, a really kind of steady presence. He's a veteran guy. He's faced big 12 pitching, which isn't not quite SEC, but still pretty good. Not bad. So, yep. No, not bad at all. And, and But, again, he's an elite defensive shortstop, which is a premium. So this guy is a classic shortstop, essentially, with a pretty good bat. Yes, yeah. Can he run? Yeah. Speed guy? Uh, I, yeah, I think he's – I don't think he's just some burner, but, yeah, I think, I think he's, he's a plus on the bases. Having got well, nice, yeah, the game yeah. winning, the game winning hit in one of the those fall World Series games they had, and I, I always kind of put stock in stuff like that. When these guys get into league games, Matt, they've got to figure out a way to manufacture more runs than they are. They've got to run a little bit. They've got to be better base runners. Whatever the case, situational baseball, because really in most league games, if these guys get to four. 
That's my arbitrary number off the top of my head. They get the four runs. They're going to have a chance to win most games. Yes or no? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you'll win. You'll win the majority of your games if you only score four runs. I mean, we don't need these guys to, you know, be the Bash brothers or anything. Nor are they going to, to be the Bash brothers. But let's go to the phones. So we'll introduce Maui Yahuna. Arkansas, we had Pat Bradley on the program last hour. It was terrific. The NCA stuff that is sort of floating around still. The fact that Niedermeyer, has, have many of you unfollowed him on Twitter now? Or do you still follow his every tweet? I don't think I followed to begin with. Oh, well, well, thank you. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on your Tony Basilio show on a Tuesday. Hello, Tony. Hello, Matt. And hello, Brian. That's what I, what I paid for. Titans, William. Good thing today's show's free. The one thing, the one thing I can say about uh, say about that, Tony, is go ahead and see the blade make their day. No, I, I don't want like the. No, I don't want to make the NCAA's day. I want this thing to go away. I would like to no try if I was if I was Randy Boyd and and, uh, and Doc Rowman, I'd say go ahead and make our and you see how fast you'll get sued. In my if I, you, the, you, the, the problem is, Bill. If you're good, well, the problem is is that Tennessee was running a marijuana ring right at the very end of marijuana prohibition. Or they had one of the, it's the, it's the uh, late 1920s and, or mid-1920s, and they had one of the last operating stills in the city, and they got caught. Which is really the analogy, Matt, right? I mean, that's what we're dealing with here. They had one Tony of the last cry- stills. Tony, for crying out loud, come on now. Tennessee cooperated with the NCAA. Totally agree. They, they got rid of they got they got rid of Pruitt, and they got rid oh of God several box. members of his staff. Yep. And several of the players that, recru- that Pruitt recru- yep. recruited. You're right. They they went sayonara sukiyaki. Is what I love hearing you. It's a little politically incorrect. A little politically incorrect. So, uh, on that, on, on that note, I wanted to get that off my chest here. And on another note, I've been read from a front office sports. Yes. Where the Haslam's is interested. Putting in Dome Stadium in Cleveland. Boom! Love the Haslam. And I I thought, okay, let's see if I own the business. I'd say, okay, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll raise prices on my merchandise to help pay for the stadium, but you have to do your part. Bill, I'm impressed that you read front office sports. That's a borderline periodical. In the industry, uh, a yeah, professional periodical. I'm impressed. Next, you're going to so tell I, me you're reading sports business, uh, sports business journal. 
which I'll be really impressed with that. But, Bill, I'm impressed. You have chops, man. You know, you hide it on here. Hide it pretty well, by the way. But you really have chops, Bill. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, Tony. Look what's going on in Nashville. The only, you know, the the mayor approved of the new stadium. The only thing it has to do is get through the Metro Council. So I would say to them, guys, let's make it happen. We do want do not want to lose professional football in this city and in this state. Let's make it happen. Simple as that. So you, do you want a dome stadium in Nashville? We are getting a dome stadium in Nashville, Brian, aren't we? I hate dome stadiums. What are we doing in pro sports? Roof stadium. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. To my friends in Nashville, I'll, I'll give you that. Retractable roof's a good idea. Hey, Bill. Can you hear me now? Is it a retractable roof down there, Bri, or is it a dome stadium? Bill's making it sound it's like it's going to be a retractable roof. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think that's what it is. That's a good idea. Retractable roofs are, I got no problem with that. The NCAA got a hold of Bill's call. Mark Emmert. Last day in office, I believe, today. See that, Bill? And there See, he goes. They, there he goes. Yes. Last day as president of the NCAA before he goes out to that, that Supermax in Colorado with the Unabomber, according to Bill. Let's go back to our phones. Anthony likes the coordinates thing that I said earlier, which is really pretty politically incorrect. Hello and welcome in to our next call. Tony. You're on your Tony Basilio show. Hi. This is Big R. What an honor to follow a legendary caller as uh, such today. He was in rare form. Uh, Legends Hour here. We've got you. We've got Leroy. And by the time I got off the phone with Leroy, I'm going to need uh, Santa Slay to get all the gifts and cash and prizes ah. over to him. Ah. Huh? Ah. Yeah. Hey, the NCAA is one thing. What the crap's the SEC doing? They do nothing. Where are they? They have all the power. The NCAA doesn't have any power. The two power conferences run everything. Well, what are they doing? Who are they defending? You know, Matt, he's got a really good point in that. Why hasn't the NCA gone to that govern or the SEC gone to that governing body and said, "Hey, Tennessee's been on the hook for four years now. Can, can we please get on with the show here?" It's a really good question, I mean, man. What's I mean, they're, they're going, out of going on three years? And, and yeah, and y'all need to have it going out of business sale. And and Greg Sanka. Needs to say, let me handle it anyway. I mean, that's just about—it's crazy. But the the concern they have for the direction or the overall control of Alabama basketball, and man, you couldn't you couldn't ask for more concern from the SEC on that issue. I mean, they are really on top of that, aren't they? You you find that is just hard to believe, as I do. It's not hard to believe at all. It doesn't shock me at all, but it's repulsive. It's incredible. There goes another one. Telling you, man, Emmert's last day in office, he is striking out and striking back. Let's go back to our phones. 
APB for Freddie Jack. Brian, since you cut Freddie Jack off. Was I cut him off. Nine or ten days ago. He hadn't called back, man. APB Freddie Jack. Come on, Freddie Jackson. Frederick Jackson. Do your thing. Freddie Jack's mad at me. I tried to tell a guy that the other day. He said, Tony, there's no way Freddie Jack, with all the cheap shots he's thrown at you down through the years, would get mad because you blasted him one day. He said, Freddie Jack wouldn't pout and whine like that and be a baby. I mean, would he? I don't know. But I think Freddie Jack's mad at me. APB Freddie Jack. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tony. Good morning. I can't hear you. You're like uh, on a speaker or something. So go ahead. Oh, can you hear me now? now? I can hear you great. Go for it. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I live here in Nashville. Yep. And, uh, uh, you know, Titans Bill can write his check and uh, participate with all the other taxpayers here in this deal. Uh, I'm not going to tell you I know all the ins and outs yep. of it, but our, our mayor is a real estate developer. Yep. Uh, and he's retiring. So I don't know if you your listeners know this, but mm-hmm. about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. the bond rating for Nashville was in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad that the uh, state uh, uh, threatened to take over uh, the finances of Metro Davidson County. So uh, these are you know pretty serious issues. Mm-hmm. You just don't say, hey, we're going to build a stadium and uh, the taxpayers are... Uh, somewhat partially on the hook for it, mm-hmm. and uh, so the the head of the council reviewing committee, mm-hmm. uh, a guy named Bob Mendez, he's a lawyer, and he's the one who uh, he has come out and said he is opposed to it. And of course, you know, there's always back and forth, and it may end up uh, being changed to make it more palatable. But he's he's running for mayor. Uh, that's one thing. And so... For, from my perspective, was, sir, I've never understood the concept of a municipality funding one of those stadiums. It is an absolute loser for those communities. It's always been a loser. When you talk, look at look at the bottom line, does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel better? Sure. To have a professional sports team? Sure. But at the end of the day, you can't justify spending that much money over the life of one of those stadiums. You just can't. That, that that's just that's the economics of it. Yeah. Well, there's no question it it is a financial benefit uh, to many who live and work here. Uh, but you have to, you know, that, that this thing is so complicated. Yep. It also it also depends on not just it, it's just not a standalone deal. Yep. It's a it's a redevelopment of the East Bank on mm-hmm. the east side of the Common River. Mm-hmm. And so all that comes into play, and all these numbers are there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I'm I'm not going to get into the weeds on it, but I I was pleased to see at least some someone of Mendez's mm-hmm. uh, stature to say, hey, this doesn't look like a good deal to yeah. me. And I'm a sports show guy. Hey, listen, I'm a sports host. I love sports. I mean, hell, I watch the XFL. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bottom of the barrel sports fan. But at the end of the day, billionaires should build their own toys to play with, not hardworking taxpayers. And the thing about taxes is this: 
People, they use the term all the time. Well, it's temporary tax. It's this. No, no such thing. Once you get in my pocketbook, you will keep getting in my pocketbook. That's why I don't live in Pennsylvania. That's why I live here. I don't want you in my pocketbook every time I turn around. That's what I love about this state. We don't play that way. But, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to um, the football stadium, if the Strunks, Amy Adams Strunk wants that stadium, build a stadium. You've got the money. I'm with you. Yep. But I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. And I, I look, I'm not trying to make anybody angry in Nashville. Let's quit funding things for these people. This is um, this is uh, this is us funding stuff so billionaires can pay millionaires. I mean, think about what we're doing here. And I love sports. Are they gonna give you free admission for your with your, your with your when you write your check to the to the uh, to the county down there? Are they giving you free admission to these games? I don't think they are. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. Wear this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Did you know that Ace now offers free assembly and delivery on grills over $3.99? It's never been easier for you and your family to have a great grill like a Weber gas grill, a Traeger pellet grill, or a Big Green Egg charcoal grill. Come see us at Columbia Ace Hardware, located at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Join us Saturday, March the 18th for Columbia's Breakfast Rotary's fourth annual Shoot for Our Stars Sporting Clays Tournament. This tournament is a community benefit fundraiser for our fantastic local youth and veterans organizations. If you'd like to participate in this great event, contact me, Rhonda King, at 931-398-5511 or contact us online at www.facebook.com slash shootforourstars. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Dr. Mike Steele. Tune in to American Steele, a weekly discussion of topics and events related to the challenges in our world. Listen as we examine the path to relevance and truth in our society and culture. You can catch the show on 101.7 WKOM at 7 p.m. on Sundays. Also, we can be found online at WKOM Radio or on Twitter at WKOM WKRM. See you on Sunday. I have got somebody very important on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. As always, you guys have some great specials going on there at Foodland. So what specials you got for us this week? Well, this week we have whole New York strip, four forty nine a pound. Boston butt pork roast, $1.69 a pound. Five-pound bag of Idaho potatoes, $2.99 each. And Nestle Pure Life water, 24-pack, three for 12. And as always, Miles, you guys are open 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week, right there on West 7th Street. And uh, we appreciate uh, all the great deals that you have and the great staff you have working there. And uh, have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right, that's Miles Johnson from Foodland. And uh, again, 427 West 7th Street right here in Columbia, near the post office, if you're familiar with that. And again, they're open seven days a week. Go on in and get yourself some good deals. So go check that out. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks, the JV football coach and my history teacher, asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, 
I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.